I keep hearing that all this talk about the coronavirus is scaring little kids, even our Christian kids. And I get it. Even Christian adults are getting scared when they focus more on the news than what the Bible has to say. But knowledge is power. And today I want to help you give your kids some Holy Ghost knowledge found in the Word of God. Now I'm not going to teach on fear like you might expect. There's plenty of other people who teach on that very effectively. Instead, I want to help you educate your kids on what the Bible says about healing in the blood of Jesus. And for this, you're going to need a bag of cinnamon red hot candies like this. You're going to need some white mini marshmallows like this. And you're going to need some kind of cereal, round cereal preferably, like this. And then get some post-it notes. So get your stuff together and let's go. You're listening to Equipping Kingdom Kids. My name is Becky Fisher, and this is a podcast for both spirit-filled parents and children's ministry leaders who are interested in raising a generation of boys and girls to walk in the supernatural power of God. This is episode number eight, Kids and Healing in the Blood of Jesus. Now there's a time to talk about fear, and then there's a time to talk about the Most High God and the power in His name, His Word, and in the blood of His Son, Jesus. That God has given us everything we need to live confident and overcoming lives with no fear. But when you're still a little kid, or maybe a new Christian, or a Christian who's just not grounded in the Word of God. You haven't learned all of that yet. So parents and kids ministers need to be empowered to give kids the tools to make sense out of a very scary world at times. And we need to understand that the blood of Jesus is a big part of that as Christians. Now take your Bible and a concordance or maybe access to the internet and look things up. Today you're going to help your kids make the word a lamp to their feet and a light to their path. And that scary thing floating around our world today is a disease called COVID-19. So the very first thing I want to challenge you to do is get your kids to help you find as many scriptures in the Bible as possible that shows us how God is willing to heal the sick. Because a disease is not nearly so scary if we know that God is against it and he's on our side. Then, write out your verses on some pieces of paper like this, with the sticky backs, and then post them all over your walls, like in your child's bedroom, the bathroom mirror, your kitchen, or anywhere else your kids like to play. Then read them out loud every day. Talk to your kids about them, discuss it, and help them memorize those scriptures, because knowledge of the Word of God is powerful. Now, you can start, of course, with Psalm 91, which I taught on a few weeks ago in a video called How Kids Can Pray Over the Coronavirus. I suggest you watch it with your children when you're done with this video. But the most famous scriptures that just spell out healing in the blood in black and white are found in Isaiah 53, 5 and 1 Peter 2, 24. Isaiah says, by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed, speaking in the present tense. But Peter says, by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed, meaning it's past tense, done, and now we just have to receive it. Because of these verses, we get the phrase, there's healing in the blood of Jesus. Now, if you've been a Christian for very long, you know that the stripes that are talked about in these two verses have to do with the severe beating that Jesus received just before he was nailed to the cross and died. And we know that his hands and his feet were pierced with nails. And thanks to very vivid, colorful movies, we know the whole crucifixion thing was a bloody ordeal. You need to have a discussion with your kids about this in age-appropriate ways. Don't sugarcoat it either. It was ugly. And the older your kids are, the more vivid you can be. Kids can handle the truth and they know when you aren't being totally honest. 
The point is, when Jesus' back was torn open with those stripes, the Bible is very specific. Those stripes were not only for the forgiveness of our sins alone, but they specifically paid for the healing of our bodies. Now that brings us to the blood. The life of the creature is in the blood. That's what Leviticus 17:11 says. And the Bible is full of references about the blood. Like they overcame them by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. It's a big mistake to avoid talking about the blood of Jesus to our kids. In fact, I've observed that Christians who don't understand the blood don't understand their own salvation. You can't really understand the Bible until you understand the blood of Jesus. I wrote a curriculum on this topic that's one of the most exciting and colorful 13-week curriculums we have. It's one of my best sellers, and I'll tell you more about it later because what I'm about to show you right now is a lesson that comes directly out of that curriculum. So watch all the way to the end of this video for a free downloadable lesson. Now this is where you get your kids together and you get your little red candies out and you put them in a clear bowl like this so they can be easily seen. Now something that I've noticed about God is that so often he gives us examples in our natural world to help us understand what goes on in the spirit world. And that's why we're looking at this candy right now. These little candies are gonna represent our natural human blood. So get ready for a science lesson right now, okay? Now these don't just represent blood, they represent little red blood cells. That's important. Without blood, we die. Blood is circulating through our bodies at a crazy speed. Depending on your age and health, our blood circulates from head to toe every 70 seconds or so, bringing in oxygen to our cells and carrying out carbon dioxide, which could kill us if it wasn't removed. But God's so good, he thought of everything. Now, at the same time our vessels have these little red blood cells coursing through us, there's something else in our vessels as well. So here's where you're gonna get out your little white marshmallows, and you're gonna pour them into the bowl like this. And then you're gonna take your hand and you're gonna stir them up. Now make sure these marshmallows are white and not those little pink and blue things that you can find. That's because in our blood there are white corpuscles or white blood cells. You can see they're a little bigger than the red blood cells. And while we have about five million of these little red guys floating through our bodies when everything is going good and we're feeling good, we only have about five to 10,000 of the white blood cells when everything is going fine. Now, there are several other things in our blood like plasma, antigens, platelets, and a bunch of other things, but we're just gonna keep this really simple. We're just gonna talk about these two things, the red blood cells and the white blood cells, because the white blood cells have a very important job to do. Guess what? They kill germs and bacteria and viruses in our bodies. Oh yeah, there's healing in our blood too. What happens is when those ugly germs and viruses enter our bodies, the white blood cells know it and instantly they begin to multiply and then they begin to flood our bodies to overcome those crazy, crazy germs and viruses and they instantly begin to multiply until there's a ton of them. And then the antibodies in our blood begin to capture these little guys, these viruses and germs, and, and they hold them down until the white blood cells can come along and just gobble them up and kill them and destroy them in our bodies. 
Do you see what this means? It means that even in the natural world, God is showing us he wants to heal us and that sickness and disease are our enemies. We never have to wonder if God is going to use sickness and disease to teach us something or to punish us for something we've done. He's for us and not against us. Those are lies of the enemy. God designed our bodies to heal themselves. Why is this important? Because if we can be sure that God wants us healthy, then we know when we or someone we love gets attacked with a sickness, we can have the confidence to turn to the Lord for help. We can stand on his promises that he wants us to live and not die and declare the glory of the Lord. If it wasn't God's will to heal us, there'd be no reason to pray for healing, but we would be hopeless. But not only did he design our bodies to heal themselves, but he gives us the extra added blessing of healing in the blood of Jesus. So when our bodies are not strong enough alone to fight off sickness and disease, we can call on the name and the blood of Jesus to come to our rescue and heal us. Now, there's one other place in the Bible that's an example of healing in the blood, and that's in the Old Testament on the night of Passover. Do you remember when God was going to deliver the Jews from slavery in Egypt? And the night they were supposed to leave, God told them to take the blood of an innocent lamb and spread it over the doorposts of their homes. Why? Because the death angel was going to pass through that night and kill the firstborn sons of anyone who was not under the protection of the blood. But you know something very few preachers ever mention? What did God tell the Jews to use to paint the blood on the doorpost? It wasn't a bundle of flowers. It wasn't wheat. It wasn't a broom. And it wasn't a paintbrush. He told them to take hyssop and dip it in the blood and use that to smear the blood on the doors. So what, you say? Well, guess what? Hyssop was a well-known plant used in ancient times for medicine. Yes, medicine. So symbolically, when they dipped the hyssop in the blood, they were dipping medicine or a symbol of healing in the blood. Now, isn't that cool? So with that, the blood of the Passover lamb was symbolic of the blood of Jesus that would come century later. But in using hyssop, it was just another small sign that God was showing us there's healing in the blood. And there's so much more that goes on with this lesson. And if you would like to have it, look below in the description box for the words healing in the blood. And you can download today's lesson that comes from my curriculum called There's Power in the Blood. Now there are 13 fascinating lessons to teach kids all about the blood of Jesus, starting from Genesis and going all the way through Revelation and taking a detailed journey through the Old Testament tabernacle with Moses, the animal sacrifices, the high priest, and so much more. Well, that's the lesson for today. I hope you will share it with your kids, either at home or in church. This is a great lesson. And the whole point is that we can have confidence that the blood of Jesus is stronger than the COVID virus. It's stronger than any virus or any sickness or disease or germ and that we can depend on it and proof of that is that God created even our own bodies with the ability to heal ourselves what do we say about that there's power in the blood and there's healing in the blood of Jesus Here's what some of our customers have had to say about our curriculum. We've used this curriculum, the blood of Jesus, in our children's church and nothing before or since has impacted our kids quite like this. I've read many books pertaining to the blood of Jesus, but I must say, I never really understood the covenant that we have through our salvation until reading this curriculum. This is an excellent resource with lessons like you've never heard taught before. These teachings will even speak to the adults in the audience. You won't go wrong with this one. It's a priceless tool to have. 
Well, that's the lesson. I hope you'll share it with your kids, either at home or in children's church, because fear has to go in the name of Jesus and because of his blood when we're confident that it's God's will to heal us and that he's even designed our bodies to heal themselves as proof as his desire to heal us. There's enough power to destroy any sickness or disease in our bodies. Amen. We have nothing to fear with the coronavirus. Hallelujah. And hey, you may or may not know that Kids in Ministry International, which is my ministry, is a nonprofit 501c3. And much of the work that we do is in developing nations where we are trying to support them financially to train kids in their nations the way I do it here. Now, this means we need your help keeping all of our content free to the public and also helping us distribute our materials free to those people in the nations. And so I'm asking you, would you please consider making a tax-deductible donation today? I've got a link below where you can help us out. I'd really appreciate your support. And so until next time, keep listening for His voice. <laughs>